Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered. With your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your heart-centered sales leader and, of course, host, Connie Whitman. So every week as you listen to the show, I hope, number one, you feel my passion for this topic. Um, I really want to change your perspective on that word sales of something that's icky, sleazy, and pushy to something that comes from sales, care, and love. Um, We're going to talk about that in every episode. So, I really want you to be successful with your sales, building your client relationship, scaling your business, whatever it is. And ultimately, I hope I could play a small part in creating the change you're looking for in your life overall. Now, if you're loving the show, and of course, I hope you're loving me, please subscribe to the show either on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, wherever you listen or watch. Rate, review, subscribe, and download, and of course, share with your peeps. Um, I love sharing the love with your folks as well. You matter to me. Your comments matter to me. I actually read them, and I will respond, so you stay in touch. Um, I'm always looking for your insight and input and recommendations as well to make my show even better. So my motivational quote today is by Miranda Katz, and she says, people are really listening and want to consume all the content that is there and available. There's a level of dedication that comes from podcast listeners that you don't otherwise find. And now the numbers prove it. Podcasts aren't a bubble, they're a boom, and that boom is only getting louder. So do you know what to look for or, or for within um, from your business financials? Um, you need to pay close attention to all of the numbers, but I have an amazing guest today and we're going to talk about marketing and how to use podcasting perhaps as the marketing tool that you've been missing. So my guest today, he's amazing. He's an expert and just listen to the voice, people. That's all I'm saying. My guest today is Adam Shibley and Adam is a full-time podcaster, podcasting business coach and the best of the top ranked podcast. Um, his name, the name of the podcast is Podcasting Business School. Adam's goal is to teach his students how they can love their show like a hobby, but build it like a business. So please help me welcome my amazing, I'm telling you, he's a brother from another mother, Adam Shively to the show. So Adam, thanks for being on. Hey, Connie, how you doing? <laughs> Okay, guys, did I lie with the voice, right? I, I felt like that was a very like East Coast way to do how you doing, Connie? How you doing? Yeah, of course, from friends, right? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, you're so funny. So I he is truly an, a guest expert. I was on his show and he he did a podcast, what do you call it? Podcast audit. Audit, yep. Where you gave me some amazing tips and I'm actually incorporating them into this show. So trust me when I tell you, he is amazing. He's an expert. And this is the way I think businesses need to start marketing um, in the new world we're in for sure. So first question, Adam, All right. how, how to initiate engagement with your audience? Because I think, I think people think podcast, I can't do that. Well, I love this question. I love talking about initiating engagement because a lot of people come podcasters especially because that's kind of my, my realm they'll, they'll come back to me like yo adam I'm, I'm i'm not seeing any engagement i go well how are you initiating engagement They're like well i put i put up a post on social media and no one comments i'm like 
to me, that's like advertising. That's marketing. That's not initiating engagement. That's not initiating conversation. So like one of my favorite ways to initiate engagement with my ideal podcast listeners is I catch them off guard. People follow me on Instagram and I will reach out to them. I will initiate the conversation. I'll send them a voice message that says, Hey, Connie, I just noticed you followed my account here on Instagram. I just wanted to say thank you. Uh, I hope you're having a great Friday afternoon. I, I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If there's any questions you have about podcasting or anything at all, I'd love for you to just fire away. I'm here to interact. I'm not a bot. I'm a real person and I'd love to connect. Boom. And that takes me 20 seconds and I'll do that and I'll create little super fans at 20 second segments. I'll drop links to my episodes. Like here's the latest episode. I'd love for you to check it out. Or here's the link to my podcast. I'd love a rating and review. Uh, you know, just like little asks like that. And I initiate the conversation. Uh, another way is I kind of go fishing in Facebook groups where I know my people hang out. So like, uh, I'm a huge fan of Amy Porterfield. I'm in her Facebook community because it's giant. It's super engaged. And I know a lot of podcasters hang out in there. I know a lot of marketers hang out in there. And those are the people that I want to talk with. So uh, if I see that somebody's asking a question about podcasting, I'm jumping in there as the resident podcast expert and I'm initiating engagement. Like, oh, I put an episode out about this on my, my show, Podcasting Business School. Kick me a DM. I'd love to connect and I can t teach you all about this. And like little conversation starters. So that's initiating engagement. And then, you know, I would much rather create, you know, spend that kind of time creating a thousand super fans than like spraying and pray marketing with like, and then I did this Facebook post yeah. and then I, you know, I do put my podcast out there and I hope for results. Like, that's okay, but going next level and initiating engagement, that catches people off guard in the age of everybody wants to scale. Everybody wants to use bots. Everybody wants to use tech. And you doing ground and pound, it makes a big difference. You know, everything you're saying for me, you know, in sales, it's all about the relationship. And you, yes, we need to be on social media. Yes, we need to have these posts and all of those things. But it's about engagement and really zeroing in and having a conversation with that next person that's going to be a podcast listener. Ultimately, though, Adam, they might end up hiring you to teach them how to build their podcast, right? So we're always building the relationship so that ultimately we can sell to them or have them as a new client. And to me, selling is, and I know you, you're wonderful. You did the podcast audit for me and you gave me so much information and it didn't cost me anything. It was, it, you know, you, you weren't, I'm sure you were looking to, for me to hire you too at some point, but it's about starting to build that relationship. So you build the trust and then they think, oh, this dude actually knows what the hell he's doing. You know, let me hire him to help me with the uh, marketing. And I just do want to comment. So I met, I met Adam. It was a weekend retreat with Michael uh, Neely who is now my business coach. And I, poor Adam, I kept getting stuck in the breakout room with Adam. And we, we formed a really, I thought a really nice relationship. We connected. And when we got back into the main room, we were talking about the podcast and how many reviews and ratings you had. And I've been doing the show, right, Adam, for seven years. And I had five ratings in review. Three were for my, my husband and my two kids. So how sad was I? I had this great podcast. I have a good following and I never did like my, um, like Adam just said, the easy ask of, Hey, rate review me. Right. So it's the little things that add up to make the big difference. Right, Adam. Yeah. And like, let's just talk about how to get a whole bunch of, of rating interviews right now. Like this is the tip for, for, for any podcasters listening out there and for, for Connie. 
So whatever your social media platform is where you're most active, maybe it's LinkedIn, maybe yeah. it's Facebook, maybe it's Instagram. For me, it's the Instagram thing. You do the reach out technique and I try to add value twice and then I'll ask them, I'll, then I'll give them a review. So, or at least not, maybe not a, a double value add, but it's like there is, I post something, they post back. I post something, they post back. I'll put an ask out there. So for example, I'll do the voice memo. Hey, it's Adam. The thing I just, I just showed you, they'll reply back. Oh, this is awesome. I'm so excited to be here. I'll go, Hey, you know, let me know if you have any questions about this or that or the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a podcaster and I usually struggle with this. Cool. Well, here's an answer. And by the way, if you get a chance, I'd love for you to drop a rating review for me. Here's the link. It's, it'd take you five seconds and it helps me out so much. It's like putting a tip in my tip jar. So that little back and forth, back and forth ask. And it's not like a, I'm asking them to be my client. I'm just asking them to drop a rating and review because they're already listening to the show at that point usually. Yeah. And it's super easy. And that's how I get all those rating and reviews. It's just like, it's just a nice, simple ask. And it's so funny because, and you know, we giggled at that event because I said, I'm sales and I could sell so well. Why didn't I even think to ask for a simple rating and a review? Because I'm not a podcast expert. I never had an Adam in my life to teach me how to podcast properly. So from a marketing standpoint, it's, it's a wonderful tool, right, Adam? I mean, I really believe that. I, I have a lot of people who follow me and hire me because of the podcast, but there's a way that we can leverage it, just like some of the examples that um, Adam just shared. Why should... Like example, why should my gym become a solopreneur and a full-time podcast? Like why, why would I do that? What's the connection? Well, uh, I mean, that's how I got started. So uh, the, the, I am what I now call a, myself a recovering gym owner. And so that, that's like the exact path that I took. I was a, a gym owner and I was looking for a, an opportunity to level up and reach more people. Because if you have a, a locally owned business, and like, there's an opportunity to, to grow within the community and be a, a resident local expert, which is good. But also you can expand your reach to the, it's called the entire world and uh, create online business opportunities. Uh, so that's, that's what I saw when I was a, a gym owner. And eventually I, I grew out of that. And at, at the, uh, the end of 2019, pre pandemic, I actually sold my gym and I went full time into podcasting. So that was, that was good timing pre pandemic selling the gym. I was wow. due for a little bit of good luck. But no, like if you're a business owner, you want to start a podcast for those two factors. Like it, it really levels you up because nobody else in my town had a nationally ranked podcast that was ranked ahead of the CrossFit podcast, ahead of Dr. Deepak Chopra, ranked ahead of all these other like big name people, you know, getting more downloads than Dr. Oz and all this stuff. And it's like, so who do you want to go to for your bootcamp class? That guy or Joe Schmo just got out of college, you know? Uh, so it helped me level up locally, but also then it expanded my opportunities internationally where I was able to take clients and sell courses and, you know, from anywhere I wanted. And eventually as a dad and, a, and as somebody that kind of lives more of a, a minimalist mindset, minimalist mindset and lifestyle, I was like, I can spend a whole lot of hours in here at the gym and do well or I can leverage technology, leverage this industry, really spend less time working, more time as a dad, more time as a husband and as a friend. And, and really, I was like, what if, what if I could sit all day, create amazing things and have amazing conversations with amazing people? And that was my job. Why wouldn't I do that? 
That's why I went into podcasting. How did you, how, wow, what a story. Um, first of all, guts, that's guts and grits in my opinion, um, to take that kind of leap of faith where it's something traditional like owning a gym or owning a business to go into podcasting, which is still, um, it's getting bigger and bigger every day. Why podcasting? Like, what was the catalyst for you to say, yeah, I think I need to do this? Well, for me, there's the voice factor you, you've, you've talked about. I've, uh, I've got a yeah. unique, I've got a unique voice, which, mm-hmm. so a, a funny story about the voice is like, I've had this voice since I was 12 years old, legitimately. <laughs> so my okay, dad that must have been weird. <laughs> yes. And it created weird situations because my dad is, has the same voice and he's a great big six foot seven, like Viking guy. Like I am, you know, like we're both big, great, big human beings. And, um, so my dad's a pharmacist. And he comes from the age of pharmacists where like the pharmacist was like your doctor, like you had their contact information. They had our home phone number, like his, his people, you know, that were, were his clientele. Clients, yeah. yeah. So they would call our house all the time wanting to like renew prescriptions and stuff. I enter the phone. I, I answer the phone. They think it's my dad. So they just start talking about how they need to re- renew their Viagra prescription or whatever. And I'm like, sorry, this is Adam. I'm in sixth grade. Hey, sorry, this is Adam. I'm in sixth grade. Like, Shut up, Mike. Uh, we know it's you because my dad is like me. We like to play jokes and stuff. So they, they are convinced it's my dad playing a joke on them. And I'm just like, sorry. And eventually I just have to hang up. I'm like, oh, this doesn't hurt dad's business. I'm not talking to these people anymore. Uh, but anyway, wig you out. So the voice, I knew I had a unique voice that would stand out. That's always kind of popped up. Like they made me lip sync in seventh grade choir because it just sounded weird to have this voice coming out with all these other ones that haven't gone through puberty yet. Uh, so anyway. So that was a factor, but I also knew, like, I tried blogging, like I enjoy writing, but it just takes too much time for me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. and I don't like to sit down and read blogs. I started listening to podcasts. I'm like, I got the voice thing. I've got the energy. I know I've got plenty to say. Hmm. Seems time effective. Like I can record it and get it out. I'm not super picky on my editing and like having a $5,000 microphone or anything like that. I'm like, I can do this quickly, efficiently. I can get it out there. People can consume it on their own schedule while they're doing dishes, while they're working out, while they're walking the dog. They don't have to be in front of a TV or a, a, yeah. a computer screen to read it or view it. Uh, and it can be listened to in one and a half speed. So I was like, a lot. I love the efficiency of it. I love yeah. the ability for me to deliver a unique message and my energy and my voice can come through effectively. So that's, that's why I went with it. And I knew that I, I felt very confident. You know, if I was going to start a YouTube page or something like that, there's a lot of equipment. There's a lot of editing. There's a lot of just back end hassle that I was like, this is going to give me anxiety. So it's like podcasting. That's, that's my, uh, that's my, my lane. I'm going to try to really pursue. Dude, it, podcasting was made for you. It's really kind of spooky, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really my jam and, I really get along well with other podcasters and, you know, I've got my whole community, like all the pod pals and all my pod pals out there. Like we I'm really, a pod pal. We, 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 <laughs> Connie definitely is a pod pal, ladies and gents. I'm a groupie. Uh, <laughs> I 
love it. And I'm okay with that. I, I appreciate that. I know. I know. And, and Adam uh, has introduced me to some people who've been on my show too. And it's just the, the podcast family. That's the other thing, Adam. And I know you feel this way. Just such amazing, awesome people that don't have egos, which I kind of, I mean, we all have egos to some extent, but like, I'm a goofball. You're a goofball. Like you like joking around. Um, it's not about that egotistical look at me. I'm a podcaster who's got, you know, nine bazillion downloads. Like you're, everybody is so down to earth and friendly and loving. And it's just, it's a wonderful family. I just love all the, all the podcasters that I've met that yeah. I've met through you, Michael and, and everything. Yeah. Well, so. There, there's a great example there was just me and Michael, like we, people could look at it and go, oh, they're competitors, right? Like their, their show, he's got podcasts, I've got podcasting business school, he does a lot of things, not a lot, there's a little bit of, of stream crossing, a, a minor amount, but when you yeah. look into it, you go, Michael helps people create and launch shows. That is something I do zero of. I won't touch that. Like I won't help anybody launch a new show. I don't want to tell you what microphone to use. None of that. Like I'm very focused on business. I'm very focused on helping people double their downloads. Like that's like, if somebody wants to create a six figure business out of their show, I'm zoned in on that. If they want to double their downloads, I'm zoned in on that. Those are my two lanes that I really focus on. Yeah. And we refer back and forth. We network together. We do promo together. We're on each other's shows and it's like, there's plenty to go around. We share clients, you know, like we have people that we use both of us and it's yeah. just really friendly. We refer each other to other people. Like he, it's an amazing resource. He's doing another episode of my show coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm just like geeking out over the value that he delivered. And he's a great friend. And it's honestly a breath yeah. of fresh air coming from the fitness industry where yeah. it is very competitive, very cutthroat, very me versus you ego driven. Like yeah. I'm the best gym in town. And all the other people suck and they don't know what they're talking about to this space where it's like my potential perceived competitor like Michael is referring business in my direction. I'm referring business in his direction. And it's like mind blown. This is awesome. And that's, and, and podcasting all of my business folks out there, if you're, you haven't thought about it, like really you need to think about it. And it, it is easier than I think most people think, right? Adam too, to get it up going and started. And then of, of course, like you, you have all of these wonderful strategies, but it's easier than people think, right? Oh Yeah. So let's just talk cost. All yeah, right. Yeah. Cost. Because that's what I'll be. Oh, it's going to be, you know, Joe Rogan has his own studio. How much does that cost? Multi-million dollar. It's like, no, I'm in my basement. I call it my podcast bunker, you know, not my parents' basement, my own basement. That's important distinction. <laughs> but you could do this. If you live in your parents' basement, you could do this. Like, you know, like Wayne's World or whatever, you know, whatever it mm -hmm. takes. Mm -hmm. I've got a uh, 2008 MacBook Air that I do everything on. The keys are worn off. You can't see like the like the main keys I use a lot. Like all the vowels, they're just gone. You know, I, <laughs> I touch type, so that's okay. But my kids have no idea what's going on with that. Uh, I've got a $75 ATR2100 microphone that I've recorded over 500 episodes on. You know, I've done all, I do all my episodes on the GarageBand technology that came with my 2008 MacBook Air. Really? I record on Zoom, which costs like $9 a month. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I, I host in Libsyn, that's $25, $30 a month. Done. We're, we're, we've got a business. <laughs> and and I love how you say it's a hobby that can turn into a business. And you you have courses that you've created, right? And and um, uh, different coaching and things yeah. like that as well. So 
like you said before that you you go you're very active on Instagram. I, I my peeps are really on LinkedIn, right? Yep. So how how are you selling your services though? Like you did the little video re, the little audio recording. Hey, check me out. Here's an here's an episode. That's how you get the ratings and the downloads and the subscribers, which is great. But I know the businesses are thinking, how are you making money, dude? Like yeah. where where's that coming from? Yeah, so my technique is making friends and I got to pull people into my inner circle. And like, you felt this a lot, Connie, like I'm always inviting people to come and do things, come and hang out, come and party, come and do a thing. Let's do a chat. Let's mm-hmm. do a, a podcast episode. I'm always looking to create stepping stones, not necessarily to make a sale. The sales will come naturally Absolutely. for me, yep. Agreed. but I just continue to add value. So I host, uh, like if you want to talk lead magnets, my number one lead magnet right now is what I refer to as my pod pal zoom party every other week. I get together my ideal audience, AKA my ideal potential clients for a Zoom meeting, but I don't call it a, movie, a meeting. People, that's probably the wrong marketing term we want to be using right now because people are sitting in super boring Zoom meetings all day yeah. at work. So I call it a pod pal Zoom party and we you know, pull people in. I've got podcasters from all over the world. You know, usually it's multiple time zones, multiple uh, continents that are being represented. And these are ideal listeners. These are ideal super fan potential people and they're ideal customers. And I add value. I usually teach and then we network. We, we show swap with interview trades and all this stuff. And like I did a, a little teaching session on Instagram reels the other day. I've done one on, on uh, paid advertising techniques. And then we just network and everybody gets to talk. Everybody gets to share. And that's my main lead magnet. Like you have to give me your email address to get invited to that. And then they're in my, my email list, which I nurture every single week and I'm adding value there. So people pop in there and that's one kind of like little stepping stone of getting closer into my world and me learning more about them and me adding value. So they've seen me kind of be a coach. Usually at that point, they're already listening to the podcast twice a week. So that's, that's kind of going through. And then I'll head them up and be like, yo, we haven't done a 15 minute one-on-one yet. Let's do that. So we get some personal time together or I'll invite them in for a podcast audit session. Like I did with you, Connie, where we actually do an interview for the show and I learned mm-hmm. more about your show. So one of those two things, that's another touch point. Then it may be like, yo, I'm, I'm going to do some Instagram live in a couple of weeks. I need somebody to talk to you. want to pop on there and we're popping on there and we're talking, you know, business and strategies. Uh, so there's like three or four stones that have been like placed down. They're getting closer and closer into my world. They see me add value at every step. And when the opportunity arises, like I'm getting ready to launch a new membership called the download growth club, how to double your downloads. And like, that's what's super focused in. And now I'm just kind of circling back around. I'm just letting people know, Hey, you're somebody I've really enjoyed, you know, connecting with in the past. I'm doing this thing. I'm in launch mode. If you could help me promote it, that'd be great. If you want to join it, even better. Here it is. And it's like, it's a simple, just circle back around ask. I haven't even launched the thing yet. And I've got like the first phase of membership slots filled. People are going, I want the link because I want the cheapest price. <laughs> okay, cool. And I had nice. someone the other day, it was like the third time we'd been on a Zoom chat together. And she literally goes, Adam, I need you to send me an email. I need you to list every single thing you offer with all of the links. And she's like, I need to start paying you for things. And I was like, Aww. cool. Uh, that's, that was an easy sales technique. Just make friends. So, but then on the back end, I, ha- I have memberships. I've got coaching programs. I have high ticket, you know, 10K per year coaching programs. I have $200 coaching programs. I've got, you know, membership things, options at all levels. I build courses for people. I build, I build the platforms for people. I can do all that. 
but I'm not on my podcast going, and here's the thing that you can buy from me today. And here's the next thing I sell. When I market on my show, it's 75% lead magnet, free value ads, 25% sales. So I go on a four week rotation. The first three weeks of the month, it's all lead magnet value add. Do this, do this, do this. It's all free. Come into my world. The fourth week, I'll say, here's an offer I have for you. And it's that's that's the strategy and it works. And this is this is how I pay every single one of my bills. And you know what's funny with that, Adam? And and that to me, just what you described is sales. If because you come from a place of service and help and share and friendship, you yep. actually care about the people that are in your orbit, right? All the pod pals and all, all of the things, all the platforms that you share and you get business from it because they trust you. It's the like trust, trust factor, right? Because you're building that. So when they're ready to do their podcast, up their game on the podcast, you become what I call top of mind because you've been, you've been there every step of the way, getting to know me, understanding me. Um, I like you. I like your voice, right? Whatever it is that we're building this amazing friendship. And then that's how business is done. So guys, he just, you know, Adam just threw out like, I think 20 different ideas of how to leverage a podcast to create, um, your business, get the sales done. And none of it was icky or sleazy or pushy. It was absolutely the obvious. It was, how can I help you? How can I serve you? Hey man, this is what I'm doing. If that works for you, let's, let's connect. Let's do it. Let's, let's partner up and, and, you know, make some magic. So when the timing's right, people will buy from you. And that's the objective of sales in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And like, let's drop another little value bomb here, Connie, and, and talk about using a podcast to get through all the gatekeepers or people that you ideally would want to talk to. Yes. Like, no one ever, in my opinion, has turned me down for a podcast interview. Like, do you want to come on my show? Like, I can get about anybody that I want, but really, you want to think like, okay, good example. My friend, Tom Singer, he uh, speaks at corporate level events, and he's like uh, a... Uh, uh, a presenter, a master of ceremony. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm. Master of ceremony. He leads discussions. So he gets hired by companies. He's got a podcast called Making Waves at C-Level. He only interviews C-Level executives who are the decision makers who would be hiring him for their company. Okay. So you think any of them turn down the opportunity to market what they've got going on on his show? No, they all come on. He makes friends. He's top of mind for them. And guess who they ask to be their master of ceremony? virtually or live Tom Singer, the dude kills it, like kills it, you know, multi six figure. And it's just like, it's easy just, and he's just doing what he loves to do. So think about that. If you have a, a podcast and you can talk to your ideal potential clients at will, like I've got a show talking about podcasting business. I'm going to be launching a new show in January called let's talk about your podcast. Guess who I'm talking to? podcasters. Guess who are my potential clients are always podcasters. <laughs> so like, it's just me interviewing podcasters as many as I possibly can and making friends. And am I just loading the funnel of potential clients? Yeah, I am. And you know, it's just Adam freaking mind blowing because it's a, it truly is as simple as that, which is the coolest thing. I, I'll share a story. So I don't know if you've read the book, Atomic Habits. Um, oh, yeah. 
You, James uh, who, Clear. James Clear. So he, a friend of mine, I had no idea who he was. She had been following him. He, he was a, a blogger, right? With, with tremendous information. She like had a huge crush on him, sends me, he needs to be on your show. I'm like, all right, I don't know who this guy is, but all right. So I did a little research on him. So I, you know, get to know who he is. And there, he had an application when he launched Atomic Habits and you had to have 10,000 downloads a week or some ridiculous amount on your podcast. I'm thinking, well, I don't have nearly that, but what the hell? I'm going to give it a shot. So I sent him, you know, I filled out the application and where it said how many, you know, downloads you have. I said, Hey, listen, James, I'm not nearly in that league, but I have a really good LinkedIn following and I think people trust me. And I just think you'd be such an awesome, uh, you know, guest on my show. If you're interested, you know, I'm here. No pressure. Bam, five minutes later, I get, I'd love to be on your podcast. <laughs> so I tell my friend, she's like, oh my God, like, you know, like I had hit, I'm thinking, who is this dude? I don't know half the people, right? We had, so he's, he's intense. He's an intense dude. Yeah. And um, so in the intro, like he's worked with the MLB, the NHL, uh, not the oh, NFL yeah. and a couple of others. Well, my kids played hockey. They've been playing hockey since they're like three years old, right? My husband was Canadian. And so I said, as I'm doing my intro, I'm like, yeah, he works for the MLB, the NFL. And I'm like, notice I didn't say NHL. James and I are going to talk about that. Totally jo- like, cause I'm a smart ass, right? Joking around. So we get on and I go, so my first question, why not the NHL? He's, he's intense. He cracks up and he goes, they haven't asked me. I go, we need to work on that. And then we went into our interview. My friend's like, you're out of your mind. Oh my God. I don't, I'm like, he's, he's the nicest guy, but people are afraid to try. Like yep. if I didn't ask him, he would have been on my show. He could have easily had put me on ignore Adam and never, never came on the show, but I wouldn't have been any worse for wear. Right. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. gotta like, be in the game. I've got people on my, my wall of fame behind me, like Gretchen Rubin. She's one of my favorite authors, Michael Hyatt, uh, just giant personal growth guru. Uh, Fabio Viviani was on, uh, you know, top chef America, like the, the, the like chef heartthrob that beat Bobby Flay on beat Bobby Flay. And like all these people that I've been introduced to that I never would have been able to talk to because of podcasting. So that's another thing. Like not only am I talking to my ideal clients all the time, I have these conversations and I have access to these people that I would, I'm a member of the media. That's how every podcaster should be thinking about themselves. Yes. They're a member of the media. We have access to these higher level media type people. And we should never, Connie, ever pay for tickets to live events anymore because we are members of the media. We get access to those things. Like we are there for special reporting. We are there for any conventions, you know, marketing things like, you know, like Stop. we should be getting. <laughs> free access to all of that. And so you always, there's always like a press button on any, um, on any, you know, marketing page for an event, uh, like, uh, let's say like uh, paleo, uh, FX is is a, is a big one for, um, nutrition. And there's a press button. You fill that out and go, yeah, I'm the the host of the million pound mission podcast. And I've been podcasting about 375 episodes been four years. Here's a list of the people I've interviewed. I'd love to come to your event and report on it and do an, an episode to kind of do feedback. And they go, yeah, here's your, here's your press pass. Uh, I know people that have gone in the Cannes film festival for free because they are media members and it is not that hard to get a press pass. And then you just do a little show on, or you do a little soundbite within the show about yep. the event. Is that yep. wow. That is 100%. so cool. And you may be walking out of the microphone ready to go in case some, you know, the rock walks by and you want to interview him real quick or something like you got, you got these people that are walking by or, uh, like I got, I, I just got one of my clients into, uh, uh, well, the next time they do comic con, I got a connect, I got a connection and they're going to have like backstage access to all these, like the people from the walking dead and like all this stuff. 
So like, and that's just because they podcast, you know, and that's, that's awesome. I love the walking dead. I love what's his name. Uh, Does the talking dead. um, Yeah. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris no, Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He talks fast. He's my kind of guy. Yeah. Lot, like he, right? He's just, yeah. he's our kind of people, right? Yeah. So who's your, who's your character in Walking Dead real quick? Like who's your character that like, I was a big Rick Grimes guy and I'm glad that he's kind of living on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Spoiler alert. Negan. Um, I like, um, yeah, I, I'm a Negan fan too. I like, love Negan. I love him. I love what's his name. Um, yeah. The, the actor is amazing. He's freaking amazing. You know who else? A friend of mine. Uh, she's been on the show, uh, wrote a book and, and uh, tremendous philanthropic. I just love her. Her son is Dwight. On now he did the crossover to Fear of the Walking Dead, and I love Dwight's character. The arc of his story is just, that's her son. That's her son. No yep. way. Yes, that's, that's yep. an awesome connection. Yeah, wow. he's and he I think is so cool because how his story has evolved, how how Negan's story has evolved too. Yeah, they're they're both phenomenal actors. You know, he's got yep. the, the the mushed up face. Yeah, yep. <gasps> yep. I think we have to go to Comic Con, Adam. Yes. <laughs> If I had hair, I'd do the Negan thing, but uh, <laughs> we are such dorks. I love it. Last question because we're almost right. out of time. Biggest podcast monetization mindset mistake that you see? Oh, that's easy, easy. Everybody thinks they got to have sponsors. They think that they think that's how you make money is sponsors. They're like they see Tim Ferriss, they see Joe Rogan. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, they're always there talking about mattresses and underwear, and those companies are paying them fifty thousand dollars an episode. So, Mister Joe Schmo podcaster goes, I'm going to launch my show, and it's going to be called the Marketing Guru Show, and then I'm going to be paid by mattress companies and underwear companies fifty thousand dollars an episode. And gee whiz, Adam, I've done three episodes already, and no mattress companies or underwear companies has called me. What the heck's going on here, buddy? Uh, I should probably just quit. And like they think that's that's how you make money. And like if you're famous, if you're Will Ferrell, Ron Burgundy, you can do a Ron Burgundy podcast and you're going to make a million dollars in ads easy because you've got a giant following and you have this face you can put on your your promo image and that just sells it for you. People want to listen in. That's what I did. Um, But for people like me, like nobody knows who Adam Shibley is when I first start podcasting. I've got to build the legend. So I monetize (laughs) through... You know, growing my audience, you build the Death Star, and then you can point that thing at whatever you want, uh, whether it's like my download growth club, whether it's my coaching, whether it's my health stuff and my health brand. So you have to monetize through selling your own stuff. You you, you need big download numbers for the most part, yeah. sponsorships. Now, if you're the other the alternative, you know, fact of that is if you have a very niched down show, like very pinpoint specific, um, like, let me try to think of something like I've, I've got somebody that I know that does a podcast about having multiples like triplets. And so that's very like moms. I think it's called moms of multiples. I think is what, that's what it's called. So it's, you know, twins, triplets or more. And she's got a show just about that. So people like Pampers, people like Gerber, like they're going to be more inclined to get involved with her with lower sponsorship levels. Oh, yeah. Because if they're like, it's, you know, only moms of, of multiples and, yeah. you know, multiples are going through a lot of food and a lot of diapers. Yeah. So you get 50 of those, it's worth a $500 sponsorship because they're going to be spending thousands of dollars on, on your product and your product. Wow. So if you want to, if you're very much into sponsors, I think people should be niching down anyway. Like, I feel like you should go down as deep as you can 
into a niche just because it's going to make you stand out. Like you can't have the business person show. It needs to be like the, the, the marketing for a butcher shops show or something like that. Like something that's like real niche down. And there are still thousands, if not millions of these people that could potentially listen. And it's, you're just making it easier for them to find you by having a very specific podcast name. Yeah. And my, my show, uh, enlightenment of change when we met, you're like, yeah, it's that you, you need to change that. And I was like, to what? Right. I panicked. And, and you were like, you need to do sales leader. You need to start with sales. And, and then with Michael going back and forth, it was like labor. I felt like I delivered a yeah. baby to come up with the name, you know, the heart centered sales, uh, uh, heart centered sales leader. And I'm going to try to keep niching that down yeah. when, as, as I go through and, and Michael keeps telling me we could change the name anytime. Don't worry yeah. about that. So that's the other thing too. We're out of time, um, Adam, but don't worry. Like I've really learned that over the, the seven years I've learned what I didn't know. So I had a million blind spots and then meeting you and Michael and, and so many amazing people, but don't worry. Don't panic. Just start, right? Just rip the bandaid off. You know, Adam just said, it's not a ton of money. Like my, my microphone was, you know, a couple hundred dollars. I use my Mac. Um, exactly what you said. I have the little O mirror, O light up there so that it, you know, it shines properly on my face. All of this stuff, you know, it's a couple hundred dollars. It's not a ton of yep. money. So yeah, guys, if you need to, to get more Adam in your life, more shyly in your life, which I always do. I love hanging out with Adam. Um, his website is, and I, I will put this on the show notes, of course, but it's podcasting business dot school, not dot com. So podcasting business dot school. And if you want to follow him on Instagram and Facebook and get his voice message to you, I highly recommend going to at podcasting business school and you'll find um adam on the other end of that so adam i love you thank you for being on thank you for a fun show and i my head's ready to explode um with all of the things that you just said today and i really hope people who are looking to up their game um you know just do better in in 2021 with their business i really think podcasting is the way to go and it's fun man it's fun to do right this isn't work no, this is play. This is play. This and, totally. and like I said, it can feel like a hobby and you can build it like a business. Same thing. But yeah, I love Connie, it. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that's listening in. And if you got any value out of this, people that are listening out there in the podcast universe, uh, the best way you can put a tip in our tip chart today is go and leave a rating and review for Connie. Make sure you mention my name specifically as the best <laughs> episode she's ever put out with the best voice. Just, just saying, just, just saying. saying. Um, but you know, put that out there. That's a great way to put a tip in Connie's tip jar today. And she will appreciate that very much. And so will I. Oh, I love you for that. Michael's going to get jealous because he was on my show too. And he didn't say the tip of the tip jar. So mm, I mentioned me, not Michael. Michael we're, right? we're rivals. <laughs> the competition is on. I love competition. <laughs> you cracked me up. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, if you need a little more Connie in your life, which of course I hope you always do. My website is everything you could want. The podcast, my both my podcasts are on there. Um, if it, my, my class is my book, my international best-selling book, Adam, any, Anything you need, Connie related, if you want to be a guest on my show, the application's there. And of course, if you want to contact me directly, WhitmanAssos.com. I will post that on the show notes as well. Love to hear from you guys. And again, put a tip in my tip jar. I'm going to start using that, Adam. I love it. I love it. You, you 
kill me. And you guys, I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how heart-centered sales um, actually is easier than you think. And I'm telling you, man, I am on a mission. We're not going to be icky, sleazy, pushy. We're turning into the love, care, and respect way of selling. Um, thank you again, Adam. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast with me, your amazing Heart-Centered Sales Leader and host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Have a wonderful week, and everyone. And open your minds um, to the client relationship that are possible as you become that heart-centered sales leader that you're destined to be. And I'm excited and honored to have you every week on this journey with me. And I'll see you guys next week. And Adam, thank you again for being on. Awesome show. Love you guys. You've been listening to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.